It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jeff Cameron Show, Redemption Thursday and you. Good to be here. Hope you're well. Beautiful day outside. Maybe you're riding around with the windows down going, man, we'll pop on the JCS. See what these fellas are talking about today. Well, good on you. We appreciate that. Find me on Twitter at Jay Cameron Show. Hope you're well. Let's get to these here wagers. Let's get to them. Let's get to the, all these picks, Cameron. I want to know who you're picking. I don't care about you. Care about your picks, then I'm going to leave. Uh, I'll get to those momentarily. First, thank you, Patrick. Thanks for contributing to what we do on WarChant TV. Might I ask you to like and subscribe uh, to WarChant TV? Helps us out tremendously. It helps others find the show. It grows what it is we do. And if you like it, it would be a great help if you liked it and subscribed to it. Uh, just as an aside. And you would also access all kinds of great programming. Warchant has become the behemoth Woo! that covers Florida State Athletics. That was for Patrick and I guess the behemoth too. Uh, he writes, I love the show. Been listening for over 10 years. Thank you guys. No, Patrick, thank you. And there's Woo! Tom. Look at you, Tom. I think the next AD is the most important decision this university has ever made. We must select an SEC insider who supports recruiting at all costs and will stop at nothing to get us into the SEC or Big Ten. We agree and disagree. I see where you're going in terms of the weightiness of the decision and why it is a big deal. I think the landscape of college football is going to change so that it would not be a requisite, a prerequisite, that you be in those two conferences. Currently, it would be ideal to be in one of those two conferences if we're talking about the money, and we are, and we are. But I think long-term, it won't be a necessity. I agree with Tom. That should be the focus of the athletic director long-term until it doesn't have to be. So I agree with you both, but in the sense that right. that should be a goal until it doesn't need to be a goal anymore. And, and if it needs to be then we need a plan. we got to keep going. Like you said, make yourself as attractive as possible yeah. to be the guy that's first picked when you're, when you're playing pickup. Yeah, pick yeah. Game. look at this guy. He's tall. He's got skills, good footwork. I'm going to take him because I want to keep playing. I don't want to have to be over here going, I got next. 
Yeah, I got you. But I, uh, Florida State's already that team, right? They're that program. They're already that program that's sort of like, well, eh, if we got to expand this thing, who do you want? Well, Florida State. Florida State's kind of, yeah, 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 like Florida State. Like, they're one of those teams. But it's easier when you're ranked in the top 15 all the damn time. Well, then you really make yourself an attractive option for those that have to make that decision. Like, where do we go? What do we do? Well... You may not like him, but that dude right there has got game. We currently live in a world where we don't bat an eyelash for the basketball program to be ranked in the top 25, but we do. We would if football was ranked. But oh, my God, breaking news on a Monday. The AP poll has put Florida State in at 22. How about that? Uh, when Florida State operates at peak efficiency, they are an elite, elite, elite football program that could win any conference in America handily. When they're not, they're an also-ran in a bad ACC. And we currently are an also-ran in a bad ACC. And it is, it's, it's like Tallahassee weather, Tom. That's what Florida State's like. I walked outside and went, damn, man, it's 28 degrees up in this bitch. And then I walked outside later on and went, all right, it's 77. And it was the same day. It was the same day. Yeah, I'm having our uh, some back doors in the house replaced today to the back deck. <laughs> right, yep. And there are two of them, a little French door concept, uh, as you homeowners out there might know. Well, with those off all morning, mm, it's breeze was whipping in. It's ice cold in there, and yeah. that house, that part of the house doesn't get sun until the afternoon, so cold it's cold out there. Then I walk out the front of the house to the car to drive to the station, and they get it gets morning and, and midday sun pretty good. And you went, oh, it's went, really warmed up. The hell? This is mild. Dude. It's springtime. I'm, o- I'm overdressed. This is ridiculous. Yeah, so that's us, man. That's We're running ice cold or ragingly hot. I would like to find uh, you know something a little bit more consistent in that regard. I don't like to go through long stretches of burning heat followed by freezing cold for long stretches. We, we need to... We need to rise up. We got to do better than that. Our athletic director will be very, very important. All jokes aside, it's the crooks of what I look at day to day. It's 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 what I'm combing. It's what I'm looking for. Is information that lead us to an uh, a, a name and and a why and a how and when. It's all of those things. Uh, it's coming sooner rather than later. I think most people realize that now. It's it's happening. And so this is something that's needed to happen. It's what we be, kind of began the show with, kind of talking about how there's just a lot going on right now. We've been operating in spite of rather than behind, you wow. know, on the strength of. Well, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, it's 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 good, though, to be in a position to have the opportunity to finally hire an athletic director with teeth who has a vision and perhaps, if you get it right, Somebody who can lead you into the next stage uh, where you compete again for national championships and you position yourself um, moving forward to, to be a program of great significance. Uh, if you get it wrong, if you continue to wallow in the muck uh, and you, you enter down towards the path of Miamidom, where Miami, desperate uh, as it may seem, uh, really an organization that is rudderless, and has failed their fans and alumni for the better part of two decades. And you don't want to be that. Rudderless is no way to be. No, no, sir. You've got no control. I'm just out here adrift. This does not feel good. And that's Going for a ride. Yeah, just going for a ride. Uh, wagers, here they are right there. I know you say, Jeff, that's a blank sheet. That's not a blank sheet. There you go. Brought to you by our friends at Metro Deli of Tallahassee. 
delicious food, great people, local, downtown. Go get you some of that breakfast at the Metro Deli, why don't you? Huh? Think about that every now and again? Tired with the same old, same old? Maybe you hop in the car and you go, I'm going to go get some Metro Deli breakfast. I don't see why not. Georgia minus six against Alabama. I'm given Houston plus 10.5 versus Cincinnati. I'm taking Pitt minus three against Wake. I'm given Michigan minus 10.5 against Iowa. I'm given. Look at you, Harbaugh, making me a believer. That's what you are. You're a giver. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm a taker. Like Baylor, I'm taking plus five and a half against Oklahoma State. Cal minus four versus USC. Well, you're what's wrong with our society. I'm we giving. have too many takers. Too many takers. I'm gonna, I was a taker when I worked at the Don Cesar and had to pay the toll. Oh, well, yes. I was a taker indeed. Yeah, I paid the toll. Yeah, I as, paid the toll. As you should. I paid the toll. <laughs> I watched uh, Twilight Zone again last night, and I'm watching the very first season of Twilight Zone before they even have the doo 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 doo. It didn't even so exist. Straight 1950s. Oh, it's old, like yeah. the first pilots, like the old ones. And this one was a man on uh, an uh, an ocean liner, a, a, a ship, uh, and it's the, the 1940s. And he's worried. He doesn't know why he's worried, but he gets a sense that as he's traveling with these other people, that uh, it's going to get sunk by a U-boat, that there's going to be a submarine that is going to take it out. A U-boat. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So he's really concerned. Sign of the times. Yeah. And he can't remember why he's on the boat. And the passengers begin to get nervous. And slowly but surely, it's revealed that he was a Nazi, that he had been a captain. Uh, a submarine captain, and he was the one who gave orders to sink a ship that didn't have soldiers on it, but rather women and children and goods. And then after doing so, some of the people on the boat said to him, I don't feel so good about this. Like, I don't think that was a good thing to do. Like, I think we just killed a bunch of women and children, and there will be a dear price to pay. And then he said, what, are you a mystic? And he was yelling at his guys. You're like, get over yourself. It's okay. It's war. What should we have done? Well, we should have given them time to get off the boat and alert them to their position and all that. He goes, oh, yeah, I would have done that. And guess what would have Happened. The Americans would have came and sunk our ship. You dumbass! This is war. This is what happens. We we kill people. And then he said, "Well, I feel like we're going to be paying our dues for this the rest of our life because it was the wrong thing to do." And then it turns out that that guy who was on the ship was that guy, and that's why he's reliving it every day the rest of his life. So he has to live with the fear that the people felt right before the uh, uh, the torpedo hit the boat. Oh, it's a good thing all the Nazis are gone. <laughs> Anyhow, why did I bring that up? It's just interesting. I brought it up for some reason. I can't remember why, but I love the uh, the Twilight Zone. Great show. Givers and takers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah that's what it was. That's what the it was. ultimate takers, I guess, right? There was something else in there. I forgot. Good job, Jeff. You're only hosting a show. Uh, NFL three-team six-point teaser pleaser. I'm hoping we all take together, all of us, ride that cover train. So ordinarily, in a six-point teaser, <laughs> this is too good. If you're watching on Warchant TV, this is really good. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. So the Cowboys are giving six to the Saints tonight in New Orleans, a beat-up, desperate, uh, terrible team right now, quarterback-less team. Uh, and, and, and so I might even just give the six, but I don't have to because in a six-point teaser, pleaser, I can add the six and make this an even pick em. Okay, don't mind if I do. I'll take all those points. Minnesota minus seven against the lowly Detroit Lions. Still winless as they are. But you know what? I don't want to give all seven of those points. Nay, nay, I don't want to give them. How about I give you just one? 
Maybe I'll give you just one point instead of seven. That's the teaser. There you go. I'm going to give you just one. And I'll do that. And then finally, we're going to cap it off because this is a three-team six-point teaser pleaser. We're going to go Arizona Cardinals minus seven. Arizona Cardinals minus seven and a half. Check that. But because we're getting six, I don't have to give all seven and a half. Nay, nay, no, no. How about I give just a point? In other words, just beat the Bears. Just straight up beat the Bears. Don't beat them 28-27, but beat them. Maybe 30-27. to Beat the Bears. That's all you got to do. We'll give the point and a half. The three-team teaser pleaser is Cowboys. Even Vikes minus one. Cardinals minus a point and a half. You get some great odds with that, kids. Plus money. Let's do this thing. Call me Plus Money Cameron. We're going to dance around and celebrate when we win tonight. We live in the black when we live with Plus Money Cameron. (laughs) You don't live in the red here, man. Oh, it's Plus Money Cameron rolling on in here, baby. Got lots of nicknames. Big Daddy J, Plus Money Cameron. Got the dads at a red light. Hey, Plus Money Cameron, what's up, buddy? There we go. That's how that works. Bet that's the only red you see all week, Plus Money Cameron. (laughs) The traffic signal. Oh, that's good. Beat him by two. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Notre Dame. Doing the right thing there. Marcus Freeman, who is as well thought of as any young coach in the game of football, is the next head coach there. 35 years old, debut season as the Irish defensive coordinator. He's been elevated to the job following Brian Kelly's peace. Well, Brian maybe gave people a subliminal warning earlier. Told everybody this that's what he yeah. was uh, setting that up to do. Yeah. They just didn't think it would happen, you know, this December. Um,. Met with Notre Dame, did Coach Freeman for a very long time. Made a compelling pitch, according to Bruce Feldman. I don't doubt it. This guy's been a rock star for some time now in his brief coaching career. Uh, Played linebacker at Ohio State. Was a member of Luke Fickle's Cincinnati staff and uh, really became, at that time, a very coveted assistant. Uh, and, And went to Notre Dame. Beat out LSU, by the way. LSU desperately wanted him, and uh, he went to Notre Dame with Kelly. Um, The Irish weren't good early this year, as we well know, defensively, but they are currently 33rd in FBS in yards per play. 
They're 11th in scoring defense. They're 13th in turnovers forced. They flipped their season. Whatever was wrong early, yeah. they righted. Well, they lost a lot. I mean, period. I remember doing the, the prep for the game, and they lost a lot. The trenches, their second level, they had some injuries in camp as well that uh, obviously depleted their reserves a little bit more. And this is a guy I think that's the beneficiary of, of bad timing. I think if Cincinnati was out of it, they could be playing in a conference championship game like Mike Norvell was so a couple of seasons out, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it wasn't for the college football playoff, let's say that they were playing for a New Year's Six Bowl, but not the playoff, Fickle probably gets offered the job and takes the job. Like, how could you leave Cincinnati right now of all times? So I think that's the case. And you've got to get the early signing class nailed down. Also, Tommy Reese agreed to stay on as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. So when you have all these pieces, Notre Dame shouldn't lose a ton, I wouldn't think before the early signing day. This is really smart for them. I want to uh, circle back to something, and it's amazing. We're not the only ones to ever do it, but we certainly set the tone, and now it is simply commonplace, everybody. What was once unheard of is now, I think, if you're not careful, going to be a thing that happens to you sooner rather than later, and that is what? Getting fired after two seasons. Because Steve Adazio just got fired after two seasons at Colorado State. And that's how it goes down, my friend. Giggity, giggity. When can we get him on the phone? Told you, by the way, when I was taking uh, Nevada last week, who won 52-10 to over Colorado State, that the ATM was betting against Colorado State. And it broke my heart every week that I had to do it. And we ran the... Little gif there, and it was fun. It was yeah, it just ran again. Yeah, I don't have it up right now, but we ran it. You know where he tells me to f off, and probably lovingly, he's also probably wanted to say that more than once. But there it is. It's okay. It did not work out. And if you watch the end of the Colorado State game, which game was it where he didn't have the wherewithal to know? that you could spike the ball and you didn't have to race oh, out I'd... there with your field goal unit and you did just bizarre craziness that went on and on and on and on. He's 62 years old. He's been a head coach since 2011. It's over. He's getting $3 million, $3 million to go away. I dare say to you, my dear friend Steve Adazio, over a pastry and a bottle of red, that you, sir, should take time to enjoy what, with what remains of your life. By definition, you have less years ahead of you than behind. Go take that money. Enjoy the finer things in life. Lord knows you can afford it. Be with family. Get loosey-goosey on a Friday with a good old bottle of red that I know you love. As you once told me, wine is essential. Got it. You like to eat. You like to drink. And you've got money to do both as well as travel. You're more sophisticated than people would think you are. Go enjoy it. You don't need the headaches. Forget about it. Clearly, the game has passed you by. Call it a day, sir. See, I, I think that means with the three million to do whatever he wants to do, we could get him at a discount oh, for yeah. pastries, pino, and pigskin. Wouldn't a, that be good? Isn't that the show? Pastries, Pinot, yeah, you and nailed pigskin. it. You really nailed it there. For people that are new to the program, don't know me and Adazio go way back. It started with an interview, an unscheduled interview that I didn't want to do, but was foisted upon me at the ACC kickoff. Now, if you don't know how this works, 
when you attend the ACC kickoff or the ACC meetings, the first big football event of the year where all of the teams in the ACC come together in Charlotte, uh, and and you stay at the hotel, they stay at the hotel, and there is a radio row, and there's electronic media, there's all of it, right? And you put requests in. You say, I'd like this player and this coach. I'd like to talk to this player and this coach. And everybody, primarily, uh, would put in, if they have a market, they want their own team, of course. But they also will then ask for who's ever uh, the, the, the creme de la creme at the time, and that has been Clemson, obviously. So, anyhow. You put in these requests, and you're like, I like this guy, and I want this player. Then, oh, by the way, I think this is my angle. I want this story. I don't want that story. And sometimes you get a lot of what you ask for, and other times they give you the bare minimum, and they say, hey, do you mind? We'll fill some of that other allotted time in with somebody else. And uh, and so somebody else was a Dazio at ass o'clock in the morning after Tom took me out boozing all night. Right, it's my fault. And so there we were having a grand old time, as is tradition at the ACC kickoff, walking from establishment to establishment and enjoying ourselves, indulging, perhaps overly indulging. And uh, we came back to the hotel, walked back to the hotel. After, uh, Tom, I stepped up in that moment. You weren't making the robust salary you're currently making. So I stepped up and was able to buy us plenty of tall beers and delicious food at the late night hour. And we went back to the hotel. For once, you volunteered to go above and beyond. And I don't mean that in like a a chintzy way. I'm saying... I'm not chintzy with No, you out. said you were, you were Dangerfield and Caddyshack in the clubhouse. I'll like, take yeah, two of those, two three of those, yeah. one yeah, we of were, those. We were having a big time. We were having a big time. The and, people were laughing. They're like, okay. Okay, yeah. But we did not want for anything that night, Tom. And so we went back to the hotel, and uh, you went to your room, I went to my room, and we crashed. And the next thing I knew, my alarm went off because they had scheduled this damn interview with Adazio for freaking... 8 a.m., the very first and earliest uh, appointment possible. And I didn't even ask for it. But, you know, it's a bad look to turn it down. So Tom had to set up the equipment, which was his job. It wasn't my job to set up the equipment, so it wasn't like I screwed up. But Tom got down there before me. Now, if you know me, you know I am a very big fan fan of coffee. I'm an especially big fan of coffee after a night in which revelry occurs. And so I needed coffee, and I knew I was going to do this interview, and I got up, and I, I, I quickly put together an outfit, if you will, although you should never call it an outfit as a man. And then I raced down, and right there is... What, you, what should it be called? An ensemble? Jeans and a shirt. But I raced down to, uh, to, to make sure I was on time. And right there at the bottom floor, everybody knows... Uh, that that is uh, that's where the, the the Starbucks sits, and I was like, oh, here we go. All right, I got four minutes. I can get me uh, a, a venti coffee. And it, listen, guys, Starbucks is not my thing. I'm not a huge Starbucks guy. I'm not against it, but I, I just want you to know I wasn't being snooty. Had there been some other local coffee place, I would have gone there. But I ended up waiting on them because it was near, right there, the stairs. Tom's texting me, are you on the way? Are you on the way? Are you on the way? He has set up the equipment. We're ready to go. Now, what makes him nervous is that he sees Adazio walking towards the table. And Adazio, if you've seen him, is a big, gruff, 
bald man. Yeah, yeah, exactly those three words. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, and big, gruff, and bald. And he's not happy to be there at 8 a.m. to sit down and talk no. to strangers. He doesn't no. want to be there either. Nope. So there he sits. He sits down. He's looking at Tom, and he's thinking to himself, where's your guy? Yeah, I see you got everything set up. Where's the guy? Right. Like, meaning yeah. that, you know, he knows I'm going to somebody's going to be interviewing him. Hello. Am I talking to you this morning? Yeah. No. 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 And then he looks around because he is punctual. He is punctual. So, meanwhile, my, uh, what do they call him? People that. Uh, barista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My barista is half stepping. And I'm giving him the desperate look like, man, today ain't the day. You can't be half stepping. Just pour the cup of Joe and hand it to me. Let's ride. I got to do this interview. Now, I'm getting desperate without trying to be unreasonable. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. You're texting. I'm like, hold on, man. Meanwhile, coffee. the small talk isn't uh, exactly small. No, I tried. I tried twice. Yeah, he didn't want to hear it. So then I'm, I, you text, you're like, well, he's sitting here staring uh, holes through me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm like, I, Tom. I said, how about that defense last year? It was really good. <laughs> he didn't want to yep. hear it. He so the barista's taking his sweet time. I'm like, man, pour the coffee. Let's go. I just threw down my money. I didn't even want the change. I had to go. And so he gives me the cup and I'm bustling. Now, I'm ill prepared for the interview. I'm not gonna lie. This was unprofessional on my part. I am ill prepared because I did not ask for a Dazio son. I did not do the proper research. Yeah. Now I had surface level understanding of what Boston College is because I watched the conference, but I was not prepared for some in-depth deal with Boston College. So as I'm racing towards the table and I see an angry Adazio looking at you. Right. By the way, keep in mind I'm not late. I am not late. Uh. Yeah, no, no, hold on, hold on. It's seven fifty-nine. I'm almost there. Now it is turning eight as I sit down. He looks at me because he knows we're not gonna start until after eight. Uh-huh. Truly being on time would have been eight start time. We, in truth, we started like eight oh five. That's yeah. That's yeah, accurate. I think, I think that's <laughs> that's more. It's eight oh five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was a little pissed about pissed off. Right. Now. He was real quick. There mm -hmm. was a side conversation that happened, mm -hmm. which was the one positive part. I had a white paper bag with me, white paper bag with a little breakfast in it, and he goes, "Hey, what do you have there? You having a pastry?" Which right. it's. There's the photo. There's in the, the morning. Photo. There it is. Yeah. I said, no, it's a bagel. It's my Northeastern roots. I'm having a bagel. And he goes, okay. Like, he approved of that. Nothing else, no other small talk worked, but he was interested. In the pastry. By the pastry. He also was interested, as you can see in the photo there, that he that came from that local, very famous pastry shop. It did. There in yes. Charlotte. That's a big deal. That Everybody yep. fawns over that place. I'm not saying that place isn't great. It's just a donut. It's it's the epilogue to the story that you're telling. Mm -hmm. well, you know, this is the it, I'm giving the end away here. But look at him. Look, yeah, he he settled down. Now that was the following year we got yeah. after we had become friends. This is I I had a, a four year run of interviewing Adazio because after this particular rough encounter, we yeah. became kind of friends. This was two years later. Right. The next year, you had another contentious interview, which you're going to tell the story about the interview. <laughs> they were so. always contentious. Oh my god, always. I couldn't believe it. You always enjoyed sitting there and then kind of squirming and being like, "This is." I was McConaughey. Yeah, like, I was McConaughey yeah. with the first question. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because you. We were well, running let me behind. Tell, let me tell you why I asked that question when I came out the box swinging. Right. Well, we were behind, mm -hmm. and so yeah. as as somebody who's just they got the cans on the ears. I'm listening, Matthew. You good back there? We're good. We're recording. I don't think you're going to come out with anything heavy because you're not interested in the interview. And you know, if we're running behind, maybe it's a little mea culpa. Let's give him a softball. Yeah. That's not what you did. No, I went opposite. You did the opposite because I read the room. Here's the deal. I would have offered up that mea culpa. I would have said, I am so sorry. Might I be the dove? 
But what happened here was he was furious. And he was staring at me, angry, and he was ready to pounce. And I thought, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that to me. I'm controlling this interview. And I recognized it was about to happen. So I thought, here's what you do. You let it be known. You know what Boston College is. You know where they rank the pantheon of things that matter in this conference. Really low towards the very bottom of all things that are ACC football. You're not going to get bullied by this guy. Now, I'll grant you I'm a little late. So I'll back off after this first one. So my head's swimming. Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? And I fly off the bat with basically, and I'm going to shorten it, what's really possible at that BS school you coach at. That's basically what I asked. Yes, in so many words. In so many words. What is realistically possible to expect at football at Boston College? That is right. Like what? what And that would be the, what did he just What is reasonable to expect, honestly, at Boston College? And yeah. the look on his face, well... His answer, yes. His he's answer is, well. Well. Certainly, it presents unique challenges. It's an outstanding academic institution. Like, he he suddenly... I got him on the ropes! I got him on the ropes! And he knew it! So, as it turned out, he appreciated that question. Oh, he did? He did. He was like... Touché. So here's why. Here's how intense the interview got. Everybody within three minutes, they're locked in. Now they're now they're in it. They're playing chess. Oh, we're looking at each other. Right. There are no eyes moving around. No, they're not dark. Nobody's there, darting. There's no it's blinking. Right no nothing. Mm-hmm. The fire alarm goes off in the plaza area, and of we don't the even West. flinch. No, the interview continues to go. Three quarters of it is useless because in the background, and Mina Dazio staring daggers. What's up, baby? I'm right here. I am right here. Where are you going? So back and forth we go, and the best part is the interview ends, and he gets up, and I'm unsure how he's going to take what just happened. I'm a little unsure how I think what happened just happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, whoo, that was something. I'm looking somewhere else. Yeah, I'm like, like looking at my backpack like, oh, like I'm I think cleaning that, up the equipment. I think that converter here. is down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like that plug. And so I'm staring there, and we both stand up and look at each other, and he reaches out and shakes my hand and says, thank you. And I said, well, thank you. Now, I ran into him later on, and we had a pleasant exchange. He asked me a few questions. I asked him a few questions, and that was it. And thus, a beautiful friendship was born because the next year we went and I requested Adazio. Now I'm on the request list. Now I'm like, I got to have him. Got him again. Everybody hates this guy. I love him. Got along with him great. He sat across from me. He was almost downright happy to sit across from me the next year. Hello. Yeah. And I was on time this time and prepared. But I asked another tough question right out the box because we had established that's how this goes. And he and I... Kicked it off, had a good time, everything went well. Dazio and I joking about, talking some football, what it means to be a BC man, the whole deal. And people really love the idea of the pastries. And so the next time I was back, because I missed the year in between, went to the shop in the morning and I got him the box that you see there. And we said, hey, coach, we got something for you. Don't remember this. He didn't even he know didn't what to think. He did remember he once goes, we refreshed yeah. his memory. Yeah. Oh, he goes, oh, yeah. I said, well, we got you. And he goes, you're kidding me. <laughs> You're he, kidding me. I think he was touched. He was. He Look was at him. T- Look at that face. He's a softy right there. Yeah, he sure he is. He was absolutely touched by the by the gesture. His cheeks are matching his coat. That's how touched he is. He's blushing. And in addition, my first question to him the next year, because we had gotten into a, a sidebar the previous year, my next question to him was about red wine. And he started just going off on red wine. Like, oh. yeah, he goes, 
Well, I've got to lose some weight. <laughs> I've got to lose some weight. My wife and I went out to California. You ever, you ever gone My out My daughter there? got married. You ever gone to the vineyards? I have. Oh, man. It was wine every day. And, uh, good wine yeah, is vital. Good wine is absolutely vital. Oh, this is off to a fine start. We're off to a good start. I think if you if you took off the cap and you tried to pose like him, you actually do. The people in the chat are saying it. You, th- that angle of him, you kind of look like you're related a little bit. A little bit. bit. I don't have the white, uh, you know, friar's haircut there. <laughs> no, and, you don't. And I don't. Uh, but you you have a happy-go-lucky expression to your to, yeah. like he does. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about. I'm talking about just look at the face. You know, you have that look like. Well, I have a full. Today's going to be indeed. a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, everybody, the expression. today's going to be a good day. It, like, his, yeah. his expression says, you know what, today is it, a good day. How could it not be? He got a pastry to start his morning. He took it with him. He did take it with him. <laughs> he, he set it down next to him for the interviews, subsequent interviews. The box followed him. Yeah. He didn't give it to his sports no. information director. He kept it for himself. My my man is not averse to eating. I mean, look at, look at him. I mean, I think he got up after that last interview and went, time to hit this pastry. He's like, when do I have a break so yeah, I can? So I can eat he went station. to uh, Walt Deptula's station, and he set it down. <laughs> My favorite part is uh, after the whole thing, he's like, did you get this from the, the place over there? The uh, the one that everybody talks about? <laughs> yes, and the Clemson safety saw it when yeah. we interviewed the Clemson safety. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's, that's, that's the place. That's the real deal. That's the place. So that's how that goes. It's why Tom and I are talking about perhaps he and I doing a show together at some point. I do think in the era of StreamYard, there it is. <laughs> a man and his pastry. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I do think in the era of StreamYard and Zoom and you know all the, the FaceTime and everything, everything else that you can do as far as these videos and interviews. And, and I don't know at 62, freshly fired after just two years on the job at Colorado State, is the time to call him. I, I think I may want to give him a little time. But once that time, whatever that may be, passes, I'm going to reach out to Adazio. And I'm going to say, hey, man, let's you and yeah. me do 30 minutes on the JCS. And well, let's send the fan base after. Everybody's in the chat right now watching the social media platforms. Just take this video on YouTube, oh. timestamp it, and send it to him and say, listen, the guys want you. He'll say, look at this. I remember these guys. You know mm. what? I should. Mm-hmm. I should. I don't know that we know how to get a hold of Adazio right now. He maybe. probably has some Twitter account that somebody else set up for him, I would think. 4-12 and 12, uh, in two seasons at uh, Colorado State. Quote, the decision we have made today is not one we take lightly. That according to their AD, Joe Parker. I am grateful to Steve Adazio and his coaching staff for their steadfast commitment to our student-athletes. This is gibberish. This is just stuff you have to say. Came to Colorado State from Boston College, we know that, where he served as head coach from 2013 to 2019. Prior to that, he was the head coach at Temple uh, for the 2011-2012 seasons. Had success there, had success, some success at BC. Things got wayward towards the end. Got the job with Colorado State. That didn't go well. Three and nine, six-game losing streak. Peace out. That's about that. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Jeff 
Kramer Show on our Redemption Thursday. Great to be with you. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for being with us. If you're listening on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, we really do appreciate you each and every afternoon. And uh, don't forget about uh, Greg Tish tomorrow morning as well. And then I would note that if you're watching on War Chant TV, please like and subscribe. Your support means everything to us. It also helps others find what it is we do and grows the show. Uh this is a partnership, uh, a segment that we do every Thursday. I say this is a partnership, not because, uh, you know how sometimes you have those, you see those Twitter ads that people do, they're like, ad, and then they have to hashtag it. Yeah, hashtag partner. No, but, but rather in this case, I wanted to create a fixed position feature for my friends at ISF because I got to know them and the professionals that work there, including some, some good friends, and what they do. And I'm learning more all the time about what they do and I believe in them, and they believe in the show, and I would always encourage people to do business uh, with people who do business with us. And so if you're in state government, for example, they get it at ISF, that you want to do amazing things. You have big visions. You have goals for the future. You work hard to move your agency forward, and uh, there are always unique challenges in doing so. And what I, ISF is, it's an IT and strategy firm, and so they got a 40-year track record. It's not just you know fly-by-night thing. They've served state government. Business clients, not just locally, but across the nation. So it's it's huge. It's huge. And they're experts in the government processes. They, they work with government agencies across the country. They have expertise in developing strategies, helping you become more efficient. And they solve the future through strategy, process, and technology. So uh, they've worked with state agencies like yours. They take on projects, those challenges. It's an ever-evolving landscape of technology. They get it. They're right there at the forefront with you. And you can go and check them out at ISF.com. Learn more about what they do that way, by the way. There's a lot more than what I'm telling you. But they'll pair your vision with their expertise and bring you brilliant ideas to life, your brilliant ideas to life. So Solving for the Future is the uh, feature that we came up with together. And for this one, it's quite simple. It's straightforward. We're all immersed in it right now. We're loving it. It's busy. It's fun. It's great. It's like a bit like winning the lottery or wishing that you would win the lottery, or contemplating what it would be like if you won the lottery. And that is to say, well, if I won this amount, I would do this, this, and this. I'd help these people. I'd give to this organization. I'd buy this house or this car. I'd go on this vacation. Everybody's played the game where you go down that rabbit hole of if I won the lottery. For Florida State, that lottery is transfer portal recruiting. This whole situation is about us Watching this coaching staff, who we do believe have already succeeded in flipping the culture. At some point, though, it does really become not just about process, but about wins on the football field. And for that to happen, to solve that future, you've got to get better players because you can only scheme up so much. You can only do so much with a positive attitude. You've got to have bigger, stronger, faster in order to win football games. You can be the greatest coach in the world. You can convince people that your process is the right process. Your methodology is the right methodology. But if the other team is bigger, stronger, and faster at, at very critical positions, you're going to lose despite that vision. This is where we are right now. We are right there, fork in the road. Do you get better after having improved all that other stuff I just alluded to? Do you find a way to now grasp victory in these moments where the game is hard fought and you can fall back on not just the mantras, the mindset, the hard work, but the talent, the talent. Let your guys make plays. 
Solving for the future is what Mike Norvell and his coaching staff are out trying to do right now, and it's never been a more important time, at least in the modern version of Florida State football, than right now. Because you have a chance. Florida has stumbled a bit. Miami has been lost in the wilderness for some time. Clemson's feeling more and more gettable. There is massive amounts of transition in the sport. you got to make good decisions. Athletic director, coach, coaching staff, players, this is it. And frankly, I think every day we come to work, you go to work wherever it is you are, you read warchant.com, you listen to the Jeff Cameron Show, you listen to Wake Up Warchant and everything else in between. And you say, all right, are we getting what we need to grasp those victories next year in the close games? Are we getting what we have to have to move forward and be an 8-9 win team and embark on what we think will be uh, a run at a conference championship, which without question has been proven can lead directly to a college football playoff berth and a national championship? Yeah, for Florida State at this particular time in its football program's history, this is a really important moment. Vital. These two weeks. Really, these two weeks. You could extend it out if you want to, but closing the deal on a lot of these prospects and then maybe you know convincing one or two more at key positions that as high schoolers, this is where you want to be. But then it's never been a more complex time in the, 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 the whole sport, if you look at the history of it, and all the things that you got to consider. If this was a, an equation, you'd have, what, two new variables, three new variables? With how this season specifically, the coaching carousel has played out, mm-hmm. and the havoc that's going on in our region of the country for the Southeastern Conference teams and ACC teams that are located in the Southeast itself. Then you have the transfer portal, and you also have the variable that this is the first time we've gone through all of those things at once. Willie had a chance for a year to recruit to the December early signing period. Now, he whiffed immensely because he thought we could get five stars, then we got blown out in any game that mattered, so they all went away and we didn't have any backup plans. But he had the early signing day for one season. This time around, you've had a non-dead period since, what was it, like April? So you've had about eight months, seven, eight months, to actually be able to physically talk to these recruits. That's important. But then also, you have to consider that along with the transfer portal, which is like the Disney Fast Pass. I know they got a different name for it now, but it's like the Fast Pass to improving your program. Because all transfer portal kids are not grad transfers with only one season right, of play. Right, right. You got some kids You've got you multi-year yeah, prospects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to go to the whiteboard with all of these pieces. Mm-hmm. You only have so many spots available, and you've got to say, how can we get better the fastest, and how can we get better for the long term? Professional organizations do this all the time. Mm-hmm. You have your long-term signings. Preach it, Tom Wayne. You've got your draft. You've got your draft team, your scouts. And then you also have free agency. We're doing all of that at once in a two-week span, and he's got to be able to, to be the guy who hops on the plane to see all these kids, shake all these hands to make all these things work. It's crazy. You need a logistics firm for all this stuff. You need ISF. There's no doubt. That's how you get it done. That's the point I'm arriving to. I think so. I want to put a... Uh a ribbon on this point in this segment before we come back and give you a game for the night to have a little fun with. I've already given you a multitude of games, but here you go. I read from Brett McMurphy's tweet. These are unrelated items, but they will make you smile as we enter break. Multiple Miami athletic director candidates told Action Network UM search is, quote, a mess. With more than 50 board of trustees and several donors involved, quote, Everyone is in charge, and yet no one is in charge. They don't know what they want to do with Manny Diaz. Half would like him gone. The other half want him to stay. Mm. Shame. 
shame to see that level of disorganization and frustration there at Miami. Just to decide. Come back, wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Hey, Big Daddy. Having some red rushes tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Lead into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy. An empty net. He scores. Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. The law, 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 law. All right, man, I'm going to do this. Here you go in advance. I give you a bunch of games today. It is, after all, Redemption Thursday, so I don't have to uh, give you too much more for tonight. But you want to get in on it early before the number continues to change. Inclement weather. Inclement weather warning. Patriots, Bills. Oh, Monday night. Under 44. Get it now. Get it now. Windy, cold, snowy. Patriots defense. Under 44 is the play if you're hitting the... uh, Oh, in the last two days, we got a Monday night future and a Thursday night future. Like a week from tonight, you've already got your play. Got to get in early, baby. Got to get in early. You want an NBA game tonight, guys? Why don't we go fish in these waters, huh? Uh, I don't know. I don't feel good about that. That's not good. Not going to do it. Sorry, teaser, teaser. My apologies. <laughs> I was well. No, I had it in my head. Like I can give uh, this. I've been I've been doing all right with the NBA lately. Uh, I credit my my son, who's so into it nowadays, uh, that I end up watching a lot of games with him, like at least a half, and then he'll watch the rest in his room before he goes to bed. And I'll usually flip over. You know what I was doing. Um, you know what I was doing last night? It was 20 seconds? 20 seconds to tell you what I was doing last night? I was That's watching, correct. I was watching MLB Network countdown to the damn lockout, which we're going to have to talk about at some Ten point. 10 seconds. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Thanks for watching, everybody. Be well. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Libations Friday. Peace. The Xfinity Black Friday sales event is happening now on Xfinity Mobile. Now new and existing customers can get our best wireless deal of the year. Ask how to save up to $1,000 on select phones with trade-ins for a limited time. Plus, get 5G coverage on the most reliable network at no extra cost. With all these savings, you can go all out on gifts for the family, like that new gaming console for the kids, a new phone for your chatting aunt, and noise-canceling headphones so Dad can tune it all out. Don't miss your chance to ask how to save up to $1,000 with our best wireless deal of the year during the Xfinity Black Friday sales event. Sale ends December 6th, so mark your calendars and get this deal before it's gone. Don't wait. Act now for our best wireless deal of the year, just in time for the holidays. So go to XfinityMobile.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required. Savings requires eligible phone purchase and trade-in. Actual savings vary. 
Most reliable based on Rootmetrics US report. Results vary, not an endorsement.